Welcome to the second annual Cadaver Dogs podcast episode where we're going to pick our favorite movies of 2022. That is horror, of course. I'm Rob Sercha. I'm Devin Shepard. And I'm David B. Jacobs. And we are Cadaver Dogs. What's up, guys? How you doing? Well, clearly we are doing a little out of our sorts <laughs> today. I'm not. I'm fine. Oh. I just rewatched the season three finale of Buffy because... I've been doing that. <laughs> which one yeah. is that? Spoilers, but like, which 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 one is that? It's it's the mayor. Oh, oh, that's when is they that, graduate that's a high school season. Yeah. What? No, that's a great season. What are you talking about? It's one of the best seasons of the show. Is the freshman year the boring season? Freshman year, yeah. Freshman year is the boring season. Yeah. I never watched Buffy. Anyway, I was watching something called The Nanny. Oh, the movie. Yeah. Oh, I want to see that. Everyone's talking about it. Are they? At least my my horror gals on Twitter are. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, yeah, my wife uh, was like, hey, let's watch this. And we were watching it. It's uh, I fell asleep. So, But it seems competent. It's all in New York, which is cool. And it's an indie. I like that part. I always miss movies that are made in New York. I feel like I never get to see ones that take place and are made in New York anymore. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, Dave and I just saw The Whale last night. The Whale was so yeah. fucking good. Very good. Are you guys both yeah. liked it? Mm-hmm. We did. <laughs> all, all five of us who went to see it liked it. Oh, sick. Yeah, I can't stop thinking about it. I saw it like a week ago. Oh, you ago. did see it? Yeah. Oh. I yeah. I want to read more stuff about it because I'm still like just very interested in the representation angle of it all. But yeah, overall, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, my friend's girlfriend was going on about the representation angle. I didn't see any problems. I thought it was good. But, you know, to each their own. I mean, I I was somewhat on the fence with that. Like, there are definitely moments that I think you can see where they're fetishizing it a little bit. But for the most part, I really don't I really don't think it was. I feel like the camera was very sympathetic and empathetic. Mm. And it was all about exploring his humanity. And yeah. I don't think it was overly fetishizing his condition. Like this, the plot of the movie is his condition. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I didn't think so much about fetishizing it. I think it was more so about is it is it painting it in a grotesque light? And there were a few moments where it kind of was because it's Aronofsky, and I feel like he can't help but do that. Yeah, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that if you weigh 600 pounds, it's pretty gross. I mean, he had an eating disorder to the point where he literally can't move yeah don't give away anything to move don't go away to movie that's not giving anything away that's the literal premise of the movie i didn't know that going in all i knew was that he weighed (laughs) 600 pounds premise of the movie doesn't matter the only thing i knew going in imdb description (laughs) was that that's even giving away too much the only thing i knew going in was that he's 600 pounds and brendan fraser's in it that's it i didn't know anything else yeah can we agree the trailer for this was the best trailer ever because it was literally that was all they said. It was like, Fuck yeah, they didn't give any plot point other than here she's in it. That's amazing. But the best trailer ever is the the one for Barbie. 
Oh my god! No, the new teaser trailer. No, that's what I'm saying. Is this yeah. was the full trailer though? Like the whale that was the, just the trailer. <laughs> it was like a teaser trailer. That's why yeah. it was great. That's what trailers should be like. They always give away way too much of the movie. Oh they my do. god! But yeah, I was I was like screaming, laughing, crying at the Barbie teaser trailer. <laughs> it's the greatest thing it's ever. Have you seen this trailer yet, Rob? No, no, I haven't seen it. Watch it. Watch the movie oh at all. Who, who's yeah. it's Margot Robbie, right? Margot Robbie, yeah. I'm not big on her. What? Nah, I think she's overrated. It's directed by Ger- Gerway. Gets yeah. wa- watch this trailer. It's the best trailer ever. Okay. Okay. I mean, I'll, <laughs> I'll probably end up seeing the movie, but it, it like doesn't spark my interest. It's coming out the same week as Oppenheimer, and I am much more excited for Barbie. Well, no, no one's been kind of just dud after dud since like what Batman Two. I don't know what else could has he done since Batman Two. Most people would say Inception, but I agree with you. Yeah, I agree with you. I guess Inception came out. But yeah, like Inception was his last like best movie that he did. Anyway, um, <laughs> we are talking about new movies. So all of this is actually relevant. We're not just being totally tangential <laughs> here. But we're going to kick off this like round robin where we each mention our top three favorite horror movies of the year. Starting us off is Dave B. Jacobs. What's your number third favorite movie horror film of 2022? Cool. Uh, I know you guys are going to heavily disagree with this, but I'm okay with that. Um, my number three is men. Yep, I heavily disagree with that. You knew, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought this movie was so fucking great. Uh, it's it, for those who don't know, it's the Alex Garland movie with Jesse Buckley in it. Where, man, how would you fucking describe the plot of this movie? Uh, she goes to a house. And she's stalked by a bunch of men who all are played by the same actor. And it's 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 weird and bizarre. And I, I it's it's just what the fuck is happening in this movie. And it's just utterly odd. And I love every minute of it. <laughs> I'm surprised it's your number three and not higher on your list. I mean, to be fair, I thought this movie was crap, but I'm glad <laughs> you liked it. And I do appreciate the insanity of the ending. Like that was yeah. crazy. I appreciate that. Yeah, I think yeah. we can all agree. Yeah, some of the um, the effects at the end were pretty rad. There, there are some things in this movie that I have never seen in any movie before, and probably never will again, um, <laughs> unless I rewatch the movie. Uh, it's, it's just doing its thing with no restraint whatsoever, and I really, really appreciate that. It has wonderful cinematography, wonderful score, wonderful performances. Jesse Buckley is like one of my favorite rising stars right now. She's so good. And uh, the guy in it is, I mean, he plays like five or six different parts and he's great in all of them and so creepy and weird. And it's just, it's I like weird. It's a, re- it's a weird movie. It's weird. It's very weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's weird because it doesn't make sense but you know whatever <laughs> it doesn't need to you get the emotion that's all that matters mm, i you know i actually agree with pretty much everything you said except for getting the emotion i think that's where it lost me but i do agree it had a great score it had pretty good cinematography the, the performances are very good 
it was kind of like an antichrist but without the interesting part <laughs> yeah it was yeah. exactly like antichrist except good and and rob and i were both like it's exactly like antichrist except worse <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, exactly like any cries except good. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> and if you want to know what we're referencing, please go see our any cries episode, which was the most divisive episode we had created. <laughs> it is, it is, and uh, yeah. But you know what, my number three is, and I know David, you're really going to disagree with this one. It's bodies, bodies, bodies. Hell yeah! Which is the <laughs> slasher comedy directed by Helena Rajan. Saying that right. And a screenplay by Sarah Delapi, which I said wrong too. <laughs> it's also got Pete Davidson in it. And uh, he wears all pink. And it's really fun. It uh, it makes fun of Gen Z and young people in general. I like it. Yeah. That one I thought was like fresh, but also like a very classic story that we all knew so well. I, I laughed out loud several times in that movie. Yeah, totally. I thought it was a great time. It was really fun. The acting's surprisingly good and it's got this really snappy dialogue yeah great movie and the lighting gags were really cool because they like basically lit everything with cell phones did they really wow yeah, it was like cell phones and glow sticks oh yeah you're right well it was a very good looking movie yeah i i didn't care for it but i appreciated it i thought that it had a lot of good things about it that i can respect uh i just didn't care for it i, I just didn't find it funny Fair enough. Uh, I mean, you know, comedy is <laughs> a very subjective thing. Yeah. And uh, if it doesn't ring true for you, it doesn't ring true for you. I could see why. I think you're probably a bigger fan of like slashers than I am. And this is this is a slasher I really liked. So I could see where like it kind of veers off in a different direction than a lot of slashers. Yeah. I didn't even really think of it as a slasher so much. It kind of felt like murder mystery mm. to me. I'm surprised to hear Rob describe it as a slasher because our in our previous conversations about what isn't isn't a slasher, this is something that I would consider a slasher, but Rob usually wouldn't. So I, I I'm I'm happy to hear you coming around to my way of thinking. I, I, it's a, it's a bunch of young people getting killed off one by one by like a person that makes it a slasher. Exactly. I think. Uh, no spoiler. Well, yeah, I know I can't spoil that, so I exactly. I, I can't respond. Uh, yeah. To disagree. Yeah. So, Devin, Devin, what's your number three? <laughs> yeah, my my number three. Oh God, this one was hard because I like, oh, like I was telling you guys before, narrowing it down. I had two favorites, and then everything else kind of tied in third because there were so many different <laughs> types of horror movies this year. It was hard to like compare them to each other. Yeah. Um, but I went, I went with one that um, I saw at the Nightmares Film Festival, and it's called The Barn Two. This one was really fun. It is it is a sequel. I have not seen the first one. It is a uh, like B-horror. Like it's remnant of a B-horror from the 80s. It's a period piece that does take place in the 80s. And they just do such a great job. The writer-director, Justin M. Seaman, he does such a good job of capturing exactly what a B-horror was like in the 80s and just does it in like a hilarious way. And I was laughing so hard. The blood and the effects in this movie were so great. There were so many great horror celebrity, what are they called? Cameos. It was just like such a fun time. I highly, highly, highly recommend. I think it's like finally ending its festival circuit. It was like going around for like a year. So I don't know where it's going to end up, but I think it's technically out. But it's so, so, so good. Well, you heard it from the shepherd's mouth. Uh, neither of us have seen Barn 2. Uh, now yeah, I want to see Barn not. 2. Look at you throwing culture at us. Indie scene, B-horror, 
sequel we've never <laughs> heard out, dug up from the graves. Good job, Devin. I got to do film festivals this year. It's like the first year in so long. I wish I had time. Damn. David, what's your number two? Uh, my number two is X. I'm not surprised. <laughs> you should have seen that coming. Come on. <laughs> I, I, I knew it was going to be on your list. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't huge on X. I liked it, but I honestly liked it more until people started dying. Then I liked it less. <laughs> I understand that, actually. It, it it holds up really well in its pre-horror parts. It, it has good character dynamics, but that's also kind of why I like it so much, because it invests you in the characters. I mean, we have a whole episode on this, guys. Like, Yeah, we, we yeah. have a whole episode. I just wish the kills were better. <laughs> but I will tell you, they had a really good cover of Landslide. <laughs> they do. Yeah. Yes. All right. Uh, keeping with the order, my number two, I... I really struggled. I'm going to have to shout out a weird one. I don't even know if you guys have seen it. Ooh, okay. Mr. Harrington's phone on Netflix. Hell yes. Okay. Yes. Thank you. I haven't seen it. It's kind of a coming of age spooky story, but it is a spooky tale. So I'm going to leave it in the horror category because that's what I think. And I really liked it. I liked it a whole lot. It might be my number one. Actually, if I sat down and thought about this for longer. But Mr. Harrington phone, Stephen King, you can't go wrong. It has that kid from It in it. I forget his name. I should look it up. <laughs> this this was close to my number three. I, I think, it, yeah, it's like my number four. Yeah, I fucking love this movie. The to- It's a tonal film. It's such a beautiful story. But overall, I saw it as like such a tonal film. And the tone is just so like dark and sad, but also like true to coming of age. It's It's very sweet. So I have to correct myself. It's Mr. Harrigan's phone. There's no T. I said it wrong. I kept doing that too. (laughs) It's Mr. Harrigan's phone, not Mr. Harrington. I really liked it. I understand why people wouldn't like it, but that's because they have bad taste. And I'm used to that. (laughs) The director's name is John Hancock? John Lee Hancock. (laughs) He actually changed it over from John Lee Handjob, but you know. Oh my God. Oh my god! Well, I was more just thinking of the the founding father. Yeah, no, Rob Rob's mind didn't go there. <laughs> no, no, no. Hancock's uh, wife actually initially wanted a hyphen in her name with her husband's name, but it just felt really weird being like Hancock dash Footcock. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Terrible. There's You're also terrible. a Hitchcock. Yeah. Yeah, I would have just gone with Hitch Hancock. Yeah. Yeah, so Hancock on Hitchcocked? Well, everyone knows the king is two cocks on Reddit. Oh, my God. Um, Devin, what's your number two? What's your second favorite horror movie of the year? All right. This one was hard between the top two, but I had to go. This one for number two is Pearl by Ty West. It's my number one. (laughs) David David and I swapped, so I'm just going to give away my number one now is X. Oh, you said you didn't what? know it came out. Yeah, I was trying to trick you. <laughs> yeah, I feel like in order to like choose between one and two, I just had to go with the classic one for my number one, just because it was the original. Mm, that's fair. But that that monologue and Pearl that, that oh she my gives, god, I mean, it's, I, it's fucking yeah. amazing. Um, it's I'm excited to, to to vote for her for the Spirit Awards coming up because I get to vote for them, and yeah. she's nominated in that. Thankfully, 
So I get to. And she should be. <laughs> like she's gonna she's gonna start getting nominated for a lot more things now, right? I hope Brandon Cronenberg's movie really yeah. showcases her talents. We'll see. She won't be nominated for Oscars, unfortunately. Uh, which is yeah. why I vote for her at Spirit Awards because I I don't believe in voting for movies that have Oscar nominations. Mm. <laughs> so uh, is the Cronenberg movie uh, Infinity Pool? Yeah. yeah, I'm stoked for that. I saw the trailer yesterday. Yeah, that looks really dope. You know, I I suck. I haven't seen Pearl. I haven't seen it yet. I want to watch it, but I like X kind of was a letdown for me. So I'm like, I've been leaving it on the back burner. Pearl is a really different movie than X. Like, I love them both so much, but they are very, very different. Like, would you even consider Pearl a slasher? I don't know. I it's no. more it's more of just a, a character study. It's the closest comparison is the movie May, if you guys have seen that. Oh yeah, that's that's a good comparison. Yeah. Or like a psycho. Yeah, I mean it's or American Psycho probably more. Mm. Um, it's it's yeah. it's I've I've heard it described as the female Joker, but it's much better than Joker. Oh God, no! Please don't. Oh, I hate <laughs> that. Oh, please no. Yeah. I guess it yeah. is an anti-hero um, like origin <laughs> story, maybe, but not really. Um, I mean, but for me, kind like, of just a villain origin story. Yeah, villain or yeah, straight up villain. For, I, for me, though, like what I loved so much about Pearl was that it, it did capture so much of, of the female experience. I think they did a mm. really good job of like using this um, story to to tell about what it was like for a woman in, in those times, which I thought was really interesting. And I mean, Mia Goth got like a co-writer credit on this. So she did. Yeah, she worked really, really close with Ty West and coming up with the story, I'm sure, through this character creation. So it really, her, her female experience shines through this one a lot. So I, I loved it for that. I understand that they wrote this while quarantined for COVID. So <laughs> yeah. And she must've been, cause she was pregnant during the filming. So she must've been pregnant. Oh, during really? Writing too. Yeah. Cause they filmed this immediately after X. Yeah. Like immediately. It's the same house. It looks beautiful. Every frame is gorgeous. But yeah, in addition to capturing a female experience, like you said, it's also just a very human experience. It's just like about what it is to be an outsider, kind of, that she like, she knows there's something wrong with her, but she can't quite pin down what. And that's just so compelling to watch. Does that make sense? No, yeah, no, it makes total sense. I'm I, I'm just thinking about it because I think like, yes, I agree with that, but you also had a different takeaway in the sense that like I added to that with a female experience, but it's like it's the same takeaway at the same time. Yeah. That makes any sense. Anyway. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't see it. Sounds cool though. Yeah, Rob's just sitting here like, yeah. I'm okay. really excited to hear your thoughts when you see this movie, Rob. It I is just amazing. hope there's more crocodile in it. That's all I'm hoping for. A little bit. Do you guys want to hear my number one movie of the year? Yes. I would very much like to hear your number one movie. You know, it's funny. I actually watched it today. My number one is Resurrection with Tim Roth and Rebecca Hall. Fuck yeah. Directed and written oh by God. Andrew Siemens. It's an IFC film. Fuck it's on yeah. Shutter. I got to tell you, it was really good. In some ways, it was sort of like <laughs> Men, but better. I really liked Resurrection. I'm mm. kind of surprised you liked that one so it, much. It made yeah. my skin crawl. Like I had to like, walk away a few times. I felt like this was a really heavy creepy movie i really appreciated the ending i got i've never seen a plot line like that i don't yeah. know that's not true i've never seen an explanation like that for the plot line like what the <laughs> f- 
fuck? <laughs> I don't know. What the fuck? This movie was very close to making my list. It's really fucking good. I don't how do you how do you pitch this movie, Rob? Do you have any idea of how to pitch this? Because I, I don't know how to <laughs> how to describe it. Uh, I don't know. Tim Roth go nom nom. Rebecca Hall go ah ah. I don't know. It's fucking weird. <laughs> Yeah, it's a woman who it's a woman who who is may or may not be stalked by someone from her past. Yes, there you yeah. go. And stuff happens, or it doesn't stuff happens. happen. Maybe, <laughs> which makes for so, I was so bored in this movie. Really? I don't. I like. I'm one of those people that just like did not get this movie. I was so yeah. fucking bored. And the writing was like ugh, the dialogue. I couldn't stand the ex- exposition and the assistant in the film who was just like, I'm coming in and going to give all the exposition. Here's the plot point. Okay, I'm going to go away now. I have no other purpose in this film. Goodbye. Yeah. Who's the assistant? Or like the intern, the the colleague. I don't even know who she was because she wasn't even in a developed character. Yeah. It's, it's a weird movie because it tells you a lot more than it shows, but I also kind of like that. Like it's, it's weird. I don't know. Well, so sort of burp. it doesn't it doesn't explain things there's a lot of really graphic stuff that happens within the dialogue that i'm glad they didn't yeah. show because it's kind yeah. of, it's a psychological thriller rather than a gore although there is a pretty disgusting scene in the beginning i don't know i really i really enjoyed it and it kind of fucked me up i thought it was a creepy scary <laughs> weird movie and i appreciate those weirdness wow we disagree a lot today most of the things we've said, there's been someone who is like, oh, I didn't like that. <laughs> mm. Well, that's good. Except for David and I naming our top two Pearl and X, even though they were in yeah. different positions. <laughs> <laughs> Except yeah. for that. But yeah, well, I guess we've both done our number ones already because both of our number ones were in the other's number twos. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, we, we banged out the three. Yeah. But you know what my actual favorite movie was? I, I've been holding out. My favorite movie of the year was Halloween Ends. Wait, really? Oh, he's you know he's fucking with I'm us. Fucking with <laughs> oh, I was like, wait, I'm so confused. <laughs> I I still haven't seen that film. I don't think I will. Yeah, yeah, it's not as bad as everyone says, but it's pretty bad. It's not good. It's pretty bad. It's better yeah, than the new Texas Chainsaw <laughs> and the new Hellraiser. No, it's not. Yes, it is. <laughs> I like I like both of those movies. All right. So yeah. Those are definitely better. (laughs) (laughs) Because we have a little bit of time. I don't want to go too far over, but I'm just curious if you guys are looking forward to any uh, horror movies in in 2023. Uh, Infinity Mm. Pool. Really looking forward to that. What about the new Evil Dead? Uh, I don't know anything about it. I'm kind of... I I rewatched the remake recently, and I'm not... Well, you'll see. There's an episode coming out about it. Yeah. Scream 6 is coming out. Yeah, I mean, Scream 5 was pretty meh, so... That almost made my list. Better. Scream 5. I actually liked it quite a bit. Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't like that one, but I think, like, for me, Scream 6, like, kind of feels like... I don't have any expectations for it, and it kind of just feels like another one in the chain, so it's kind of just, like, time yeah. to have fun with it, you know? I mean, I am kind of thinking that because Scream 5 was overall well-received, that it's, it's probably going to be pretty similar to Scream 5 and not do much better than that. I think they yeah. should recast everyone. There should be no returning characters. We should get like a bodies, bodies, bodies type cast of young people. They did that in the TV show and it was bad. Well, yeah, Fair probably because it was a TV show that was bad. Probably not because it's a TV show slasher. How do you scream six? Not having Sydney is a big red flag because scream like like, you know, in, in Halloween recurring characters, Michael and if Michael's not in it, then what's going on? 
but in Scream, the recurring character is Sydney. She's in every Scream movie. See, I would say it would be like having a nightmare without Heather Longcamp. Wow, I said that wrong. Heather. Without having Nancy. But they've done that like a lot of times. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Because they finally got to that point. So we're finally at that point in Scream where they can now just use the world and the character and branch out a little bit and have some fun with it. But I mean, there is no character. Like Nightmare still has Freddy. Ghostface isn't a character, though. It's different people every time. That's why you don't need any cast. Ghostface is just a legend now. All you need is medic humor and Ghostface, and you can have a Scream movie. It doesn't need the rest of the cast. I'd also argue that the Nightmare movies would have been way better if they just ditched Heather after the first one. But Dream Warriors and New Nightmare, all the best Nightmare movies are the ones with her in it. No, dude, the sixth one's the best one. Ah, see? See? See, this is why I'm excited for Scream 6. Everyone hates that one. Yeah, but that one has Freddy in it. So the equivalent to that would be like if you had a Scream movie with the killer from the first one, who I'm not going to say in case there's that one listener who hasn't seen this movie, you're in for a big treat. (laughs) Oh my god. Right, but like Ghostface wears a mask and he talks with a fake voice. Like you could just have anyone do that. It's kind of like Leatherface. Like you don't need the original actor to do Leatherface or to do Michael Myers. But Freddy Krueger has like lines. He's very, you know, like Robert England needs to. It's be. not a different actor that's the problem. It's the different character that's the problem. Agree to disagree here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, that was an awesome episode, guys. I'm glad you had picks. I feel a little gypped that you both picked the same ones. I knew that was gonna happen. I know. <laughs> there are still lots of movies this year that unfortunately we haven't all seen yet. So it is yeah. potential that come 2023, I will completely change all my picks for this year. What are what are the big ones that you haven't seen yet? Uh, I haven't seen Black Phone. Uh, okay. Obviously Pearl, but uh, something called The Innocence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I need to see that too. I think there's something called like Hellbound or some shit. See No Evil I still haven't seen that I really want to see. I haven't seen Smile. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm. Uh, oh, my best friend's yeah. exorcism. I almost watched that today, but I didn't oh, have that one's time. fun. I haven't seen Terrifier 2. I want to see Terrifier 2. Terrifier 2. Haven't seen that. Hellbender. Hellbender. Uh, yeah, that one. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard it's good. Sissy. Sissy's fun. Um, I haven't seen uh, Dash Cam is the new one from the host guys, although I heard it was pretty bad. Ooh. But I also heard I also heard mixed things. So I'm still interested in it. I haven't seen The Cursed. How about A Wounded Fawn? Have you guys seen that? Was it good? I saw that. We're all going to yes. see it soon. You did see it. Yeah. Well, we're all going to see it soon. Yes. Piggy. I haven't <laughs> seen Piggy. Oh, Piggy, I do really want to see. Yeah, The Cursed, I really want to see. Where the fuck is that movie? Why can't I find it? It's on Hulu. Oh, my God. It's on Hulu, Hulu does such a bad job of showing me the new horror movies. I'm like, that's all I watch on there. <laughs> well, and reality television. Wait, The Sadness is this year? The Sadness was this year. Wow, hmm. Rob has a long list. Yeah, I mean, me too. I did a bad so, job this year. I no, I, Rob saw the sadness. I did. I, the sadness I really, was good. I really liked it. Uh, kind of. Maybe I should have added that. I don't know. Honorable mentions, guys. Yeah. We're there for a reason. Enough babble, babble. It was a great podcast. I'm so glad I got to chat with you guys. I hope you all have a creepy, crawly end of the year. I hope you can watch Silent Night, Deadly Night, and Christmas, and Jack Frost, and maybe some of those scary Grinch ripoff films. Rare exports. Black Christmas. (laughs) I love we're all just saying our favorite Christmas horror movie. (laughs) Krampus. Everyone forgets Krampus. Okay, shut us down, Rob. Shut us up. (laughs) 
I, I, I got to shut it down. This is just a babble. <laughs> Have a bloody masochistic New Year. If you haven't seen the remake of Wrong Turn, watch that. It's really good. <laughs> Until next time, dogs. Peace. Mutts. Hounds. Where the dogs? They're the mutts. Please, I'm a star!